Family from the Heart podcast episode number 356. Welcome to another episode of the Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind the scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. That's right, my friends. We are back and we are indeed pursuing the lives for which we were created. Okay. Are you not doing that, Stephanie? Sometimes I think I'm floating. <laughs> You're just floating. That's, just drifting, huh? Yeah. Really? You think that? Sometimes. I'm sorry to hear that. For me, I feel like I'm on this daily quest to find that next thing I'm supposed to be doing. Right. Seems like a never-ending journey, which I'm sure it will be. It's not I'm about sure the. It will be. It's not about the destination. It's about the the journey getting there. Yes, it is. Although there are times when I think it's uh, okay to just say, you know what, this is where I'm at right now, and I'm I'm comfortable here. I think that's where I'm at, and that's probably why I feel like I'm floating. Yeah, it's because while I live my purpose every day mm-hmm. in the people that I come in contact with. Yep. Um, I went to Kroger with you the other night and I was um, just talking with the... The checkout clerk the checkout, lady. Yeah, who was... Um, we did the self-checkout, but you know, there's a clerk who stands there who makes sure everything's running smoothly and I know her by name and not just because it's on her name tag, but because I've taken the... You know, I see her there a lot and I've taken the time to, you know... And you talk be with Be kind her. and I talk and I know what's going on in her life and... So I asked her about her car because she was having car trouble and you're just kind of standing behind me snickering and I'm not necessarily I'm like, snickering. I'm just like And you're you're checking out. You were you were doing all of the yep. the scanning of the stuff and I was I was I was watching you in your natural environment. <laughs> Kroger. Your natural habitat. <laughs> Kroger. And um I felt I like mean, I, so, I felt like I I felt like a, one of those guys that's out on safari yeah. who's who's seeing animals out in the wild. Great. Thanks. <laughs> I, I, was, I appreciate that. I I'm sure that didn't come out exactly the way I intended I, it. I know what you mean. But you but you yeah. were in your native environment of of just li- like you said, you were you were living within your purpose. And while And you, I do that every day. That is your the, every day. That is my every day. And so so, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't get up and come to, you know, a desk and an office and a computer screen every day and sit and think and answer emails and what is my next big step. I'm in the midst of my next step every day. And that makes sense. You you are, you are in the midst of a season. Yeah. You're not, and, and there, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it, for, for those listening, there are times when... You know, I have entered into a season. I have found routine within the season, and I am content with that season. It, it just so happens that right now, when I when we heard the opening jingle, you know, we're a, we're a family who are what is it? I forget already. Um, We've given up on the ordinary to pursue, to pursue the, the lives for, for which we, we were, were created. created, and and so right now, when I hear the words "pursuing the life for which I was created," I know that I. I have left a season. He, what's weird is I have fully left a, a, a previous season of life mm-hmm. and I'm entering into a new season and I'm still, 
it, it, it's still not clear. Right. I feel like I did when I first started wearing contacts, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's not, it's not as, it's not as clear as when I was wearing glasses, <laughs> but, but it's starting to, it, it, it gets more clear the more I la- allow my vision to adjust. Right. And so that's where I'm at right now. And, okay. And, and for you, you're in the midst, you're, you're in the, I, am. I don't know if you're in the middle of a season, but you're certainly not at the beginning of this season that you're in and not, you're not quite yet at the end of a season that no. you're in. You're, but, but the thing is, is I think what you are doing is, you know, when we think about that language, you know, are you pursuing the life for, for which you were created? I'm not really pursuing it because I'm, I'm in it. Right. Right. I, I see what you're saying. I mean, I, I think you're pursuing the, the action of living within it. Does okay. that make sense? Yes. I, so I, I, I do. So. I totally get where you're coming from. The, the language pursuing means that we're chasing after right. that. Although I think that when you wake up in the day, you, you, it's so routine to you, you may not feel like you're pursuing something. But the reality is, is that each day you are pursuing that meaning in your life. I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It but, doesn't. But it, but it's good but to have some this days banter. I feel like I'm floating. I get you. Yeah. Because I'm not actively pursuing what comes next. Right. Because I'm in the midst of this. Right. And and yeah. And I don't think that right now for you pursuing the next thing is. I don't either. And we've tried that a couple of times. There, there are a couple of well, times where you're, you're like. I've tried to force it. And yeah. It's, it's like, just oh, not I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be speaking from the stage on this topic, this topic, and this topic. And, and it's like, well, okay. But it, it, I mean, in, in your own experience, mm-hmm. it, it's just like, well. It's yeah, not the time. It, right, maybe down the road, but that's not now. Right, right now, this is this is where I'm called. Yeah, which is your pursuit is your pursuit is is being where you need to be right now. It is. Gotcha. And a lot of times that's at Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to the cl- checkout Talking, clerk. Yeah. But anyway, going I mean, back to that. She'll be on vacation. She's going on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie knows everything that's going on in this woman's life, but she's a talker. She is. But and know, I think she's lonely. She, that's what you had said so. you, when we were leaving. You were kind of like, you know, I think she's just lonely and needs somebody to talk to. And 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 if I can be that for her, then right. then I'm I'm there. Then I'm there, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, and there and so and there are so many different things that you're living into your purpose that I see on a consistent basis. That's just so routine routine for you, and sometimes a little mundane even. You know, you talk about right. all the driving and stuff like that you do, but the amount of driving that you do and the things and the reasons hey, why you do it all. Speaking of living my purpose and yes. driving, okay. which can I just say, um, I'm becoming a terrible passenger Yeah, in my um, older age, but my dad drives for a living okay, or did my entire childhood, most of my life. My dad drove for a living. Mm-hmm. And I always said I didn't want that. That's not what I want out of life. Okay. I, I don't want to spend my entire life driving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God's still laughing at me about that. But I got an incredible compliment secondhand because the compliment was actually given to Megan. Okay. Okay. McKenna, our 10 year old daughter, told Megan, our 16 year old daughter, I like when you drive. You drive good. It doesn't feel any different than when mom drives. Nice. So there you have it. I've taught and and I taught Megan how to drive. Yes, (laughs) you have. I was very nervous about teaching a child how to drive, Mm -hmm. but I've I've done it. I've now done it. Yep. And uh, and she she's fairly good. 
She is a great she, driver. Um, she still has her things she needs to work on. Four-way stops. Um, sometimes she will have a clearing to go, but she'll hesitate, whether that be changing a lane or making a turn or so she'll hesitate and then she'll have to wait. And so I told her, I said, I'm, I'm, I'd rather you wait until you have a clearing than try to make something that you don't have time to make. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, so she's still, she's still learning, but she's good. Yep. So she went to this, um, in the state of Kentucky, you have to have proof that you took a, driving class i guess mm-hmm. it's a, it's some kind it, it was mostly not mostly it, it was like all lecture from this older gentleman um but we got a paper in the mail or she got a paper in the mail it was addressed to her um saying that she could take this free of charge on this day at this time for four hours um and if not then she had to take something similar but we had to pay for it right and so I had a request off work and we got her there and she's like, it was so boring. And we talked about, um, they talked a lot about uh, DUI. She knows how much, um, it takes to get to the legal limit of whether you're drinking beer, wine or, or, um, what did he call it? He called it hard liquor. No, he called it moonshine spirits no i think he called it something spirit like i forget what he, anyway and she's like he meant hard liquor <laughs> and um but uh so he told you know how much of each of those you know it takes to to get to the and so they talked about um making sure they wear their seat belts and like just very basic stuff and then a lot about um duis and she's like he he told so many stories but he like rambled and never got to the point but she sat through her four hours and she has a card saying that she completed the course and that um, when she goes to get her intermediates in June, that uh, she has the proof that she's been there. And so she's she's good to go now. That's good. That's She has all of her required driving hours. She already has that? Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's not surprising. She's been driving and a lot. She has. Um, she, I, I forget... How, I forget how many hours you had, but it has to be 180 days from when she got her permit till she can get her um, intermediate. Intermediate, and she has to. Sh- there's like 10 night hours and so many daytime driving hours, and I, I think she's met her requirements now. Now she just has to wait. Yeah, for the, the time. Date. Yep. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah, and she's days, so. she is doing very well as a driver, and yep. I'm I'm very very pleased with how. Well, she's done. Thanks. You you did good. I did good. So um, I have two addictions. I know you do. Two addictions. uh, Brand new. And uh, I have a very addictive nature, by the way, which is why I don't drink alcohol. Really? I I didn't know that. I'd never guessed that about you. So, uh, you know, I gave up Diet Coke back in December of 2014. Yeah, you did. And I went to drinking pretty much only water with the occasional every now and then. I What? You shouldn't use the word occasional every now and then to describe your grape Zevia <laughs> okay. addiction. Okay. So, but, <laughs> but you know, I, I like a carbonated beverage and grape Zevia mm-hmm. is sweetened with stevia. No artificial flavors, anything like that. No color, no artificial colors. Exactly. No, it's clear. It, it's clear. 
but anyway, it's, it, you know, I, I would drink that and mostly water. I mean, I would drink mm-hmm. three, I, on average, I drink three 48 ounce bottles of water a day, which guys, that's a ton of water. That's a lot of water. And, and, and that's wonderful. Um, but I think we went to the movies. We went to the movies about a month ago and I can't remember what movie we saw. But whatever movie it was, I was tired and I saw that they had this zero calorie, zero calorie energy drink and it was called Monster. Yes. And uh, the what's the flavor of that one? Um, I don't even know what the flavor of that was ever called. Yeah. It, anyway, I, it, it's it's uh, it's 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 sugar free, but it was very good. Uh, has 240 milligrams of caffeine in it and. <laughs> vitamin b and and other kinds of energy inducing stuff and you know in other words he's just buzzing and ready to go all the time well the thing is is that that movie normally when i would go to the movies in the evening i'm like you know and sometimes i'm almost ready to nod off not during that movie no and it's like man that is awesome and of course you know i i don't take in a lot of caffeine except for when i would do my pre-workouts for my going to the gym and that's a lot of caffeine and that would get me amped up and ready to go. Well, I I decided, you know what, that was really good. So I bought another Monster Energy drink and I drank it in the morning. And I'm like, wow, that's good. And I said, you should get me some of these at the store. And you brought home a case of them. And I well, started- you didn't say it in the you should as in it was a suggestion. <laughs> You were like, bring me some home because I'm now addicted. <laughs> yeah. Well, and my thinking is that, you know, I would have one of these in the morning. And I don't I know get, why I have to support your habit. I know. But hey. It comes out of the grocery money. <laughs> Again. But, why? <laughs> Go ahead. So, but anyway, I, I thought I'd drink one in the morning and that would get my day started. Yep. You know, it, it, I don't drink coffee or anything like that. What the heck? So, but now I, I find myself, Stephanie's like, how many of these are you drinking? I said, well, you know, I have one in the morning and then I have one in the afternoon. <laughs> And uh, because the morning one wears off and then your body wants that caffeine again. Yeah. It, it, but I don't feel like I have to have the one in the afternoon, but I just do it because I have A to Z in it. I just it, do it because it's there and, and it I want it. That's exactly and it's it. There and it tastes good and I'm addicted to it. <laughs> Pretty much. So, um, so it started with Monster and then we went to a store and I wanted to get one of these Monsters and they didn't have the flavor that I have. So that I picked out this um, Rockstar <laughs> and, I, and, and I know theirs is the Silver Ice, which actually yeah. tastes almost identical to, I think it's the Ultra something. Okay. Um, matter of fact, I probably have a Monster. You probably have a Monster can in the garbage. Yeah, I don't. But anyway, I, but this, uh, <laughs> it's. I know it's pretty. The photo that goes with this podcast should be your garbage can. (laughs) I know (laughs) because okay. First off, your occasional grape zevia. There are three on the top of the garbage can, followed by four rock stars. If you move some envelopes, you'll find the fifth rock star. If you go down underneath the mail from where we paid the bills, there's five, six, seven, and another grape zevia. I think you have an addictive nature. I, I think so, but I will tell you these energy now, drinks. I, I in your defense, the garbage can is very full and should probably be changed. Yeah, it's been down I know. there for over a week. So, but I, I've been drinking. I would say on average, I drink two energy drink, one, two of these a day. One in the morning and one in the afternoon. 
And I have noticed that occasionally if we're going to be up late at night watching TV or You'll something, have I'll, I'll have even a third one throughout the day. I'm still drinking water, but yeah, I'm addicted to these energy drinks. And wow, they're good. <laughs> My my mind is like he's like I'm just like spitting fire right now, dude. It's crazy because I get you know I I stay up late at night with you and mm-hmm. and we watch some TV together. Way to blame that on me. That's not on me all the time. I stay up late at night. It doesn't matter. I I'm up late at night. He stays up late at night because he can't handle going to bed without seeing his wife. That's why you stay up late. Pretty at much. Night. And so I I don't get up early early in the morning right now. I'm not in that season of life. So. What? I put out of the garage to take the kids to school the other day. Yeah. And I, I back out and I'm closing the garage door and I like sigh really heavy. And the kids are like, what's the matter? I'm like, your dad's still sleeping. Yep. So, you know, but the thing is, is I will get out of bed and I'm taking my time getting ready in the morning and I come down and I fix myself some bacon and eggs and I roll into the office at 10 a.m. in the morning, 10 o'clock in the morning with my rock star right in front of me. And, you know, I turn some music on. We'll talk about that. And that's my other addiction in just a moment. But I turn some music on. And the next thing you know, my mind is laser focused on what's in front of me. And the crazy thing is, is I'm doing more between 10 o'clock in the morning and 12 o'clock in the afternoon than I used to get done in an entire eight hour day. It's insane. I'm like emails, boom. You know all do these. Do any questions. of the emails actually make sense? Yeah, they do. It's, Are you yeah, sure? I'm, I'm because asking. you don't proofread. They're, they're, <laughs> I don't, who, ain't Somebody got who's for that. gotten an email from Cliff in the last two weeks. <laughs> yeah, but it, anyway, I'm and then I come back from lunch, and of course, like I said, so I'll, I'll I'll have another one in the afternoon, and. The the afternoon flies by and I've been laser focused and it's just been it's been kind of crazy, kind of crazy, kind of crazy, but good. Nice. Uh, I don't know what they. I mean, it's zero calorie. I I don't He's know. Like, if, I don't know what they put in. I don't know if this has aspartame in it. You know, because I don't see aspartame listed as one of the thing. But I'm sure it's got tons of things in there that aren't great for me. But uh, I'm sure it. Is. It is. It is a new addiction that i have taken on thankfully it has not done anything to like increase my weight or anything like that i right. i have been maintaining my commitment to working out six days a week every week and and none of that has gone to the wayside and i am still drinking my water as well but that's my new addiction energy drinks but not your only addiction no my other addiction let's talk about let, let let's talk about this okay so I have this habit. Yes. It, it's it's an obsessive habit. I know it about myself. And I know that it drives other people crazy. I will get an artist stuck in my head. And I will listen to that artist all the time. Yep. But in that, now, when I'm in the car by myself, I'll listen. But when the kids get in, they they often change my music without permission. I'm just kind of used to it. Um, the only time that I would listen to it out of my phone or out of the uh, out of the big blue in the kitchen, um, the Bluetooth speaker in the kitchen, if I was cleaning the kitchen, or um, from my phone speaker if I'm getting ready in the bathroom. But any other time, I'm courteous to those around me, and I listen with earbuds. Okay. Because I know 
not everyone in this house, mainly the man sitting across from me, does not like all of my music. Right. So I try to be kind and listen through earbuds. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when somebody's sitting on the couch reading or laying in bed trying to go to sleep or, you know, any of the other things that somebody would be doing next to me while I'm listening to my obsessive compulsive same music over and over and over and over and over again. Right. But not everybody in the house is as kind and courteous as I am. Oh, is that how that works? And I'm the one who gets the bad rap for being the mean one. Mm-hmm. I'm the one who everyone says is mean and doesn't care about other people and doesn't like people. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. I'm the one with my earbuds in. Okay. So, Cliff, what have you been keeping me up late at night listening to? <laughs> what have I, you been waking me up in the morning listening to? Uh, I might have maybe <laughs> perhaps gone without my earbuds a couple times while listening to Hamilton. <laughs> maybe once or twice, like every time you turn the music on. Not Well, not every no, time. No, no, no. Hold on. The other day, you're down here working, yeah. probably with your door open, okay. because I'm sitting on the couch and I can't finish reading the paragraph that I'm reading. I, I think I started that paragraph over like six times because not only was the music so loud, I couldn't concentrate, but then you started singing it too, but you were off. Like you were oh, like, I, I'm off on anything. You, I sing. Like, no, no, no. Like, um, you were like a half beat behind the actual music. And, uh, I was just, so, I, I just shook my head and I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. i'm gonna go and i think i went to starbucks and i read there nice (laughs) yes so if you guys have never heard of hamilton uh which is crazy you live under a rock uh i'm not saying that's not fair because i had never heard of hamilton until the grammys well that was how long ago though the grammys were quite some january yeah that's what i'm saying it's it's january since january everyone has at least heard somebody talking about hamilton I'm not saying that you you're February, you live under maybe? a rock if you've never listened to it. I'm just saying if you've if never you heard of if it, if you haven't heard people talking about Hamilton within the last six months, you live under a rock. Okay. And we're going to now shed going some, to enlighten. We're you. going to we're going to pull the rock away, and we're going to shed some light on this. All right. So Hamilton, the first, it I guess it started about six months ago with me. Okay. All right. I listen to a lot of different podcasts and well, that's not true. I listen to the same podcast over and over again uh, from the same people, but, but probably about seven or eight different shows each week. And over the past six months, I hear Hamilton brought up over and over again. People talking about, Hey, you, did you hear you can't get Hamilton tickets for like the next year. They're sold out until January, 2017 and all this other stuff or, and then, then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, I was, I went and I actually saw Hamilton or, Hey, I just got some connections. I got tickets to Hamilton. And I'm like, what's Hamilton? And then, you know, there's not just the podcast, but I'm a late night TV junkie from time to time. Um, I haven't been watching it for a while. <laughs> Meaning he records it late at night and watches it the next afternoon. Yeah. Sometimes I haven't watched any late night television. You haven't? No, it's all on the DVR. Yeah. I haven't watched it in a long time, but back in November, December, mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen Colbert, uh, Jimmy Fallon, and all, all these other, James, is it James Corden? Anyway, Corbin. all all of those guys are talking Hamilton. Hamilton this, Hamilton, what what is Hamilton? 
I don't even, it's like everybody's. Did you look it up? No. Okay. I, I just keep hearing people just reference Hamilton. And then where. You told uh, me Leo Laporte. Leo Laporte was talking about it and, and and his on This Week in Tech, it comes up at least once per episode for the last three to four weeks. And the other day I was searching something and I, I, I must have been on my computer and somebody mentions, oh, I know what it was. It was a an episode of Mac Break Weekly and at the end of it, uh, he said he was asking somebody else about his other personal podcast. He goes, oh, yeah, we're recording a special podcast um, where what we're doing is we're doing one episode for every song on both tr- uh, CDs from the, the soundtrack. OK, they're going to actually they're going to do a review of each song. And I'm like, OK, n- what is now this? I need to know what is Hamilton? OK. And then that same afternoon. McKenna is telling me about Hamilton and I okay I'm like okay I'm gonna look this up so I went to YouTube and searched for Hamilton and of course the whole entire soundtrack is on YouTube for free you can listen to it there Uh, and I pulled it up and I'm like okay this sounds somewhat interesting and I looked to see if it was available on Apple Music and it was so I added it to a playlist and then I went for a ride on my bike listening to Hamilton and instantly addicted okay so now tell people what hamilton is so hamilton is a musical on broadway written by lynn manuel which i only learned that today by the way i didn't know who the guy who wrote hamilton was until today all right but i knew that lynn manuel um is a lyricist and he's a rap artist and everything else and by the way this is an interview of lynn manuel being interviewed by um uh emma watt Emma Watson is that from is that her name from uh, Harry Potter? Mm-hmm. Anyway, Emma Watson's interviewing that I'm, I'm twelve or six minutes into a twelve, 12 minute, minute interview. interview? Okay. It's incredible so far. And Lin Manuel wrote this Broadway musical about the life of Alexander Hamilton, which is our one of our founding fathers of the United States, and who happens to be the guy who's on a ten dollar bill. And what I just learned today, by the way, is Lin Manuel did not know anything about Alexander Hamilton until he read the biography of uh, uh, Alexander Hamilton. Mm-hmm. And then he was so inspired. And he says, as I was reading it, I was imagining... He's seeing it in his head, he's right? He's seeing it in his head as a as this hip-hop, you know, musical. Right. And, and, and he was so inspired by his story of, of this guy who starts out as an immigrant... Uh, who literally has everything going against him. I mean, there's there's nothing that this guy has in his life that says he could go anywhere. And he just how he came to become the first, uh, what was it, the secretary, the treasurer of United States of America. I mean, just all of that and his participation through the Revolutionary War. And I mean, I'm a history guy. I, I love history. I don't remember a lot of it. But when I was in college, it was my major. And it wasn't my major because I wanted to do. Well, I thought I would, might become a history teacher. But um, the thing is, is that I am intrigued by history. And I, I studied a lot, but I don't remember a lot of it. I just remember some names. Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, um, Alexander Hamilton. These names ring a bell. But I remember nothing about right. anything I've ever been taught because all I did back then was I 
worked to study to get good grades on exams. Right. I really, I, I really wasn't in the, into it to learn and 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 to apply knowledge from those stories to how they might relate to me today. I, I my mind didn't work that way back then. All back then it was just like, what do I need to know, and how can I, how can I study in such a way that when I go into this exam, I can write an essay and through a bunch of stringed memory items that I have strung together. How can I write something that's going to get me an A? And that's exactly what I did. And as soon as I left that exam, I purged all that information out of my head. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know anything about it. But now I'm listening to this this musical, the soundtrack from this musical, and I'm like, the, the music is is like it's earworm catchy. You know, it's like wow, there's a little bit of it, but the music by itself isn't just like super awesome, amazing. But when you combine it with the lyrics and it's actually teaching you and telling you the story of Alexander Hamilton and and not just him, but all the other people that are a part of the story, I'm like, this blows me away. So I'm listening to it and I'm inspired by the story of all the things this guy overcame and the way and his attitude, his nonstop approach to always taking things to the next level. You know, imagine how that might appeal to me, right? Right. And I'm just like, this is so inspiring. And I'm listening to this soundtrack over and over and over and over again. And over and over <laughs> and I've, over. I've, it's only been about a week since I've been listening to it. And I've probably listened to about 20 to... I don't even think it's been a week. It's probably not. It's I probably been about four days. I think you started listening over, yeah, like over the weekend. Yeah, so, so over the weekend. And I've probably listened to it for about 20 to 30 hours now. 20 to 30 hours of Hamilton. Right. I have not listened to any podcast this week. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it, it's, yeah, it's crazy. And then last night I was up until two o'clock this morning and you want to know why? Because you were listening to Hamilton. I was, I wasn't just listening to Hamilton. No. Were you taking notes? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, no, that, that actually comes next. Oh my God. No, I actually started, I went and I searched the lyrics for Hamilton because here's the deal. And you spent you stayed up all night reading the lyrics while listening, didn't you? Yes, I did. For the first act, which is the first 23 songs. There's 23 songs <laughs> in the first act. There's 23 songs. Tonight I'm going to do the second act. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, but here's the deal. There are the this this musical is it it has multiple characters. Mm-hmm. It's got Aaron Burr, which by the way, never heard the name Aaron Burr before in my life. Who was the other one you'd never heard and now you know? Well, there's like, lots of them. Um, so I, I knew who Thomas Jefferson was. I knew right. I knew the name James Madison. Uh, but there was Herc- there's Hercules. Um, that's, oh, that's who you told me. Oh, gosh. What's his last name? I don't remember. Hercules Mulligan. Yes. And uh, which was a British spy. And I never heard of Hercules Mulligan before. And then Lafayette. I, I mean, I heard the name Lafayette before, but... Mm-hmm. The, the way that these guys are written in this story, and the thing is, is that as I was listening to it, the first time I kind of got Hamilton's story, but I almost got, like, the first couple times I'm listening to it, I'm thinking Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton, they're really close friends. And, I, and, and I'm like, because I could, I don't have the visual distinction. I right. haven't seen the musical on stage, so I don't know the different people who are singing the different words. And... Matter of fact, I didn't even know. I mean, yeah, you you get the point. Yep. So I'm listening to this and I I have no idea who's saying what in in this whole thing. And I'm like, I wonder if there's a place where I can find the lyrics 
So you know, and it's also telling me who's saying what's being said. And sure enough, the the actual like CD cover Mm -hmm. um, actually has all the lyrics, just like like our Phantom Phantom does. Yeah, and Lamez as well. Lamez has the same. (laughs) Well, uh, and you can get the PDF off the internet. And so last night, I I know when, now when I go through it, last night I, I went through and I read all the words and it's hip hop, by the way. This is all written to hip hop music. Yes, it is. And it's incredible music. And it's really fast at times. There are some times when it's just like really fast hip hop and I catch most of it, but there's a lot of it that I miss. And so I, I would actually read the lyrics and then I would go back and listen to it and and listen to it as I'm reading the lyrics. And now when I listen to act one, I know, you exact, know exactly what's I know happening. who is saying what. And I realized that, oh, wait a second. No, Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr were not close friends. <laughs> they weren't friends. Uh, not at all. In fact, now I understood understand at the point where, spoiler, if you didn't know this, um, Aaron, Bird actually, Aaron Burr actually shot Hamilton and mortally wounded him in a duel. In a duel. In a duel, which I think is the most ridiculous thing in the world in our history. And it's, it's the so, word duel that just, or the, no, yeah, just the whole idea of a duel and and challenging somebody to a duel. And it just seems absurd to me. And the funny thing is, is that I used to work uh, in the voting registration mm-hmm. department. I, I used to. What do you call that when you were the guy who works the polls? I, the I, guy who works the I, polls. I used to work the polls and, and check people in and, yep. and make sure everybody was there that was supposed to be there. Or, yeah, you know that I, I worked the polls. And one of to be a part of the that process to be a to do that you actually have to go to a meeting and you have to swear an oath to to uphold all of the things and a part of that oath even today is you have to make it swear an oath that you will not receive or challenge anyone else to a duel. <laughs> okay. You have to swear that. Okay. It's crazy, but anyway. Yes, Alexander Hamilton, and I'm going to I'm going to play a, a couple bits of it. And by the way, if you have young children, the the soundtrack is explicit. Mm-hmm. So I am I'm not going to bleep out any words. Um, so just if you have young children listening with you right now, please just go ahead and stop this right here because I am going to play this for you. I'm not going to bleep this out in editing. Uh, but I'm going to play a little bit of just the opening act of Alexander Hamilton. So here we go. How does a bastard, orphan, son of a whore and a Scotsman dropped in the middle of a forgotten spot in the Caribbean by providence impoverished and squalor grow up to be a hero and a scholar? The ten dollar founding father without a father Got a lot farther by working a lot harder By being a lot smarter By being a self-starter by 14 They placed him in charge of a trading charter And every day while slaves were being slaughtered and carted away Across the waves he struggled and kept his guard up Inside he was longing for something to be a part of The brother was ready to beg, steal, borrow, or barter Then a hurricane came and devastation rained Our man saw his future drip, dripping down the drain Put a pencil to his temple, connected it to his brain And he wrote his first refrain, a testament to his pain the word got around They said this kid is insane, man Took up a collection just to send him to the mainland Get your education, don't forget from whence you came And the world 
Alexander Hamilton My name is Alexander Hamilton And there's a million things I haven't done But just you wait, just you wait When he was ten his father split full of it Dead ridden two years later See Alex and his mother bedridden half dead Sitting in their own sick the scent thick And Alex got better but his mother went Moving with a cousin, the cousin committed suicide Left him with nothing but ruined pride Something new inside a voice saying Alex, you gotta fend for yourself He started retreating and reading Every treatise on the shelf There would've been nothing left to do For someone less astute He would've been dead and destitute Without a cent or restitution Started working, working for his late mother's landlord Trading sugar cane and rum And all the things he can't afford Scared him all Trusted him. Me, I loved him. And me, I'm the damn fool that shot him. There's a I'm so sorry. I don't think you are. <laughs> I'm. What I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to get my wireless hear, earbuds. Well, you had your just... wireless earbuds in last night while you were reading your lyrics, and yeah, it's so loud I can still hear it. I'm sorry. So it was. It, no, it's fine. I do love it. I do want to listen to it. I want to see it, um, which is not a possibility for a long time. But um, trust me, we've looked. <laughs> Actually, anything's a possibility. And well, true, anything's a possibility. But um, right now, that possi- the 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 most probable thing would be seven hundred dollars per tickets for good seats. I yeah. did find three hundred and sixty-five dollars per seat if you go all the way back. All the way in, back in the nosebleed section. Yeah. But um, you know, there's five of us that would need to see it yeah. when we go in New York in uh, November. Actually, but, no, I think I think we just go by ourselves. Just that, you and me. Yeah. Whenever we can make that work. So just me and you go for a weekend. Yeah. Okay. Matthew does. I mean, it's going to be a push. McKenna wants to see it. True. Maybe we take McKenna. Okay. Yeah. She's got birthday coming up. Chicago. I hear it's coming to Chicago. Do you hear me? 
What? She's got a birthday coming up. She's got a birthday coming up. I don't think it'll be in Chicago by summer, though. Yeah, I don't think so. But here's the deal, though, is that right now the the re, it's sold out until the tickets are available until January 2017. Besides, if we were going to do something big for McKenna's birthday, yeah. I don't think taking her to see Hamilton is what I, I wanted know. to do. You wanted to do Billy Joel. I wanted to take her to see Billy Joel. But anyway, whom she's in love with. So, so from from what you've heard of Hamilton, what do you think about it? Have you have you heard any of the words? Are, um, have no. you picked up on any of I, it? I know I can sing to you probably right now, word for word, the opening act. Okay. Um, the first time that I had heard that was when they, um, they aired that on the Grammys. They did the whole opening act. Yep. And it was incredible. I loved it. I just showed it to you the other day. Yeah, I had never, you had seen, never it. seen it. And um but I haven't I don't have I haven't had 2 hours and 20 minutes or whatever it is to so I don't want to listen to it in bits and pieces the way you do. Right. I want to listen to it the way you did when you rode when you went for your ride the other day. I want to listen to it straight through. And um and I haven't had that two hours and twenty minutes to to listen uninterrupted, right? And and then I would I would I, I laugh at you and I make fun of you only because you're interrupting my sleep. Um, but I would do the same thing you're doing. I would go through and read the lyrics because you have to you have to find a way to get the visual that we're not getting. By not seeing it first, and and then this, you actually—I mean, literally—I mean, I mean, these guys do. Although have distinct I think I would probably catch on quicker than you would. Well, here, here just because they of have the way dis- I listen to things, they do have distinctive voices. And now, when I listen to it, I you don't can hear each. I one I actually know when Hercules Mulligan is speaking, and yeah. when Lorenz uh, or John Lorenz is speaking, I know that. But I did, here's the thing: be here, I, and I, I'm not afraid to admit this. It's just it is what it is. Last night was the first time I looked at the lyrics with and then told me who the names of the people are who were singing it. Last night was the first time I ever heard the name John Lorenz. Never heard of the guy before in my life. Right. And so last night, as soon as I saw his name, I went and did a Wikipedia search and I read all about John Lorenz. Mm -hmm. And now when I'm listening and I hear him. You know who he is. and When his lyrics comes up, all of a sudden now I know why he's actually even saying the lyrics that he's saying. Right. And uh, same thing is true for uh, some of the other people in here. And and so, yeah, I mean, I, and Aaron Burr, I, it's like his name is, Aaron Burr's name is throughout the entire right. thing. But now that I know who Aaron Burr is and I know that the rivalry and I know that, now that I know that, let's see, 60% of the words that other people have said, like there's three friends that John Lorenz, Lafayette, and and um, uh, Hercules Mulligan, Th- those three and Alexander Hamilton, they're the four that are like these best friends. Okay. All right? And these other three guys that I just mentioned, Hercules Mulligan, John Lorenz, and Lafayette, I would say that 80% of their lyrics, I had... Um, credited to Aaron Burr okay. when I was listening to it myself. Gotcha. And so that's why I had now. It's like, wait a second, no. And and this interview with uh, Lin Manuel, uh, he talked about how he the opening is actually inspired by Harry Potter. 
and and he, and um, in Harry Potter, when Harry is first coming to the the school, mm-hmm. he is met by Malfoy, and Malfoy's like, "Hey, I can help you." Right. And and Harry gets that really odd finger. It's like there's something not right about you, and we we don't see eye to eye. But then he has his three friends, right. Jen Weasley and Ron, Jenny and Ron, Jenny and, and Ron and Hermione and Hermione. So, so that's the same thing. It's like he's introduced the very first person he's introduced to is Aaron Burr, and Aaron Burr gives him some advice. He's like, hey, "You and I don't see eye to eye here." And he has his three friends, and that and Lin Manuel says that was actually inspired by Harry Potter. Very cool, isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's crazy. <sighs> but yeah, oh man, I am so. My husband so has obsessive compulsive disorder. Who <laughs> me? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this okay. I get the rock star probably a little much. Probably a little much. <laughs> but I can handle addiction to this story. And the, oh, and the other thing I wanted to say is that I do know that um, there's probably multiple biographies out there on Alexander Hamilton, but the one that um, that one that Lin Manuel uh, read and is was inspired by. Uh, is the biography done of Alexander Hamilton by Ron Chernow, I think is his name, C-H-E-R-N-O-W. And so I'm actually thinking I'm probably going to get the audio book of that audio biography, the unabridged, and listen to that. Listen to that. Because, because and, and granted, I know that he's pop culturized right. the story and he's made it fun and exciting right. and stuff like that. But I do, but it has introduced me to the story of Alexander Hamilton, mm-hmm. which is a very inspiring story about a guy who was basically fatherless. His mother died when he was young. Um, not only did his mother die, but his he went to live with his uncle. His, his uncle brought him in, and then his uncle committed suicide. I mean, this is all, and this is in the Caribbean, and he has, you know, this isn't a time when, you know, if you don't have noble parents, you're just a nobody. Right. And he comes to the United States and rises all the way up and is one of our founding fathers. And just his insatiable thirst to take his life and have it mean something. Mean something. You mean to live his life with purpose? Yes. Mm. On purpose even. On purpose. It's good stuff. Oh, dude, it's incredible. Although, here's the thing. So I'm giving you a hard time about not listening with, with you know, headphones or yeah. earbuds or whatever i, I didn't recognize you. you were giving me a hard time it's you didn't you no. didn't get that at all yeah i kept a lot of that in my head <laughs> i know you did I t- it was <laughs> on your face though Hold your body on. your body my language. body language yeah yeah when my words fail me my body language gives me away <laughs> okay um I was, two things first i was going to say um I prefer coming into the room and you're listening to this much better than Leo Laporte. Yeah. The dude, I, I, I totally respect your respect for him. I have a respect for him as well. But as much as I believe that some people just can't stand my voice because I know that there are people out there, that's how I feel about Leo. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I used to watch his show way back when he we lived in the a-frame and he with patrick and they did that what was that tech the tv savers. or the screen yeah the screensavers and and um you know, used to but his voice just ah anyway so totally digging the hamilton over leo when you go back to leo i will be sad <laughs> um 
just gonna say that right now. Sorry, Leo. But I, I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. Um, Leo can handle it. He can. He has people who have committed their whole life to bringing him down. It, it, that I'm not doing that. I totally respect what he's doing. Yeah, I know. He has every. I just. It's just I don't have to just, follow him. He's just not your thing. He's not my thing, and um, and that's okay. What else was I going to say? There's a second thing. I know, but now I forgot what the second thing was. That's a bummer. It is. It was oh, about well. Hamilton and the fact that you were giving me a hard time. Oh, because the other day we were um leaving the gym and they had been giving away these sample um Belvita cracker things. Belvita crackers, right. which are good. And so Cliff is opening them up and he's like smelling. He's like, these smell so good. And he takes them. He's like, mm, this is so good. And I'm like, it's a really good thing. I don't have Snapchat because my Snapchat would be like, Cliff's listening to Hamilton again and it's getting on my nerves. Cliff's snacks get on my nerves. The way Cliff eats his snacks get on my nerves. And Cliff's like, people would love your Snapchat. People would love your Snapchat. People would think I hate my husband. People would, if you, if you did a Snapchat and the only time you ever snapped was when I annoyed you, people would love that. I'd have like a 45 minute snap every day. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Uh, that was just to be funny. That's I know. not true. <laughs> it's, it's only partially true. There's, I'll be out of town this weekend. It's, it's only, it's, it's, it's only funny because there is some truth to it. Hold on. I just made myself laugh out loud. I know. I saw. I was, Did you even hear what I said? Yes. I'm leaving this weekend. That's why it wouldn't be true. No, me, not you. I'll, yeah. I'll be out of town You're, this weekend. That's what I, so. yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. All right, so um, we've already, this is enough for an, ep- an episode already, but uh, there's still some more on here. Uh, first of all, save your money. You don't- Don't see Batman, but go see Zootopia. Yeah, save your money. You do not need to see Batman versus Superman. Uh, <laughs> Red boxing. Stephanie says, if you want to see Henry Cavill without a shirt on- Watch the Tudors. Watch the Tudors. Because that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Uh, it, it was Batman versus Superman. It was, I was bored on a scale. I of, was bored. And the, the dad sitting next to me fell asleep. Yeah. And snored. Like, he, he needed so, a monster. <laughs> he did. I was going to go buy him one because he, it would have went with all of the other rattly snacks he was making noise with before yes. he fell asleep yeah. and started snoring. Um, he had like Reese pieces and Starburst and he, he like was a annoying bag of me and He was like three seats down. <laughs> I couldn't take it. I literally wanted to look over and go, shh. I wanted to as well. All right. So Batman versus Superman on a scale of one to 10, I give it a solid six. Ah, you know, it, you're it, being generous. No, because I was bored. It, it was, it was okay. It was okay. It was, it was one of the worst movies I've sat through in a long time, but it's one that I'm not totally upset that I spent the money to go see in the theater. Um, I could not imagine actually not seeing that one in the theater, so I'm glad I did see it in the right, theater. Right, I but, can't, I, I wouldn't. But my life would be okay if I never saw that movie. Yeah. Um, I think, here's the, straight up, the most fun for me with this whole Batman versus Superman movie has been my war with my son because we're each on a different team. Yeah. Yeah, you guys have had that. <laughs> I've had. I've had more fun messing with Matthew because... Clearly, I'm Team Superman, and my traitor son is, you know, wait, is Team wait, wait. Batman. You're Team Henry Cavill. No, I'd still be Team Superman. Okay, but yeah, you're probably right. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but Matthew is is all about Batman, 
and um and i've had more fun and i thought this was a terrible batman just overall christian bale's batman Batman was very good yep and um i I know i can't stop fidgeting with things i'm sorry um it's because i didn't bring my earbuds i don't have music i don't have my own music playing i'm sorry would you like me to Um, turn hamilton on no that's okay like i said i don't have my own music playing (laughs) um which happens to be Maroon Five right now. I, I'm, I know. Yeah, I turned it off in the car. I, I didn't. Did. I didn't play Thank it. You. I You're appreciate welcome. that. Um. Anyway, so so yeah, I don't. I didn't really um care for for Ben Affleck as Batman. No. Um. I know other people are loving him as Batman. That's I, their that's their prerogative. They can I, do that. It, it's a different Batman, and if it was his own Batman and it was his own movie, but the, just the whole story overall, the movie was terrible. Let's put it this way: they did. I think it was was it the previews for Batman when we saw the preview for Lego Batman. Now that looks hilarious. That looks amazing. I'll go see Lego Batman. That's not until 2017, but man. but I'll go see Lego Batman. And I didn't watch the first Lego movie with you you guys. You don't need to. Lego Batman on its own is going to be flipping amazing. Unless all of the funny parts are in the trailer. No, no, I can tell you. That will not be the case. um, (laughs) But that looked funny. The original Lego movie with Batman in it, all the Batman scenes were priceless. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, but yeah, Lego Batman looks fantastic. Save your money on Batman versus Superman. But on Easter, we went as a family and we saw Zootopia. We did. Which is a Disney movie that everyone should see. Absolutely loved this movie. Yes. I didn't know much about it going in other than this cute little rabbit got really impatient with this adorable sloth. Yes. Which everybody has probably seen that preview. Right. Which and is hilarious. It was so funny. And, um, but I loved the message of this entire movie, um, following your dreams, living your life on purpose, with purpose, um, and being completely accepting of others. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was an incredible. It was a great message. And it was a movie where it's animated but it's one of those things where I did not feel you like I forget you're watching an animation. I, I really felt like I was watching real animals yeah, it was living so, life. It was so good. <laughs> it's crazy. It was so good. You forget you're watching animation. I yeah. really enjoyed it. Um I would watch that movie again. Yeah. And again and again and again. Yeah. It was it was incredible. Yeah. All right. Um, so, and then the only other thing that's on here is that we did book our airplane tickets to New York City. We did. Um, which feels really weird. It does. Now we just need a hotel. We need a place to stay. (laughs) Now we need a place to stay. Um. But we never got to that on the to-do list. It's so, it's so weird in that it's, you know, we've, we've, I've paid for Megan's ticket. We've made the down payment. I've made a couple of payments, um, since then. We've now got our plane tickets for the rest of the family. Megan has been dreaming of doing this. Um, So for those who might not know, um, we're going to New York in November because Megan is dancing in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And she has been dreaming of doing this for like, I don't know, nine years. Like it's, it's unreal how long she's been talking about doing this and, and thinking about doing this and we're making it happen yep. and um it's a pretty incredible it's a pretty incredible thing that we're able to do it's a black cat yep i just i saw a black thing moving behind you and i'm like strange but yeah she's looking out the window behind me yeah 
Yes, so New York City. New York City. Don't do that. I have. You have to do it every time. No, you don't. Taste hot sauce. I never do it. Yeah. It really... It, I never think about it. It doesn't cross my mind. Oh, well. Uh, it kind of feels horrible listening to any other music other than Hamilton right now. I feel like I'm cheating on Hamilton. <laughs> That's sad. It... It's That's it. so true, though. Okay. All right, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Family from the Heart. Stephanie and I are so appreciative of each and every single one of you. And until next week when we're back here again. Um, actually, I'll be in Frankfurt next week. Oh, well, we probably have the week off next week. Yep. So we'll see you in two weeks. We'll see you in two weeks. Until then, we encourage you to live your life on purpose. <laughs>